0: you have to get creative with your marketing. You have to be competitive from your incentives. I think that's the other unique aspect of Heartland Practices is you don't have the advantage of one singular yeah. brand name.
1: So what's the number one thing that you see that are helping offices grow right now? When you get into a more competitive market and you're having trouble fitting in new patients, that this really separates you from everybody else.
0: From a flexibility standpoint, I mean, I know I appreciate the ability to work maybe slightly different hours during the week to accommodate my busy family schedule.
1: Welcome to another episode of Dental Marketing Go. I'm your host, Gary Bird. I am the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients so you can grow the way that you want. And today I have a special guest, Elena, who is our Director of Client Success at SMC National. And she is going to share two things with you today that you're going to want to hear. Number one, she's going to share her journey at Heartland, how she went from working with them with 150 offices all the way up to 1,500 offices and what they did to to accomplish that massive growth. And she's also going to share with us how you can open up capacity to see more new patients every single week and how to get your team on board with that. You're not going to want to miss this, so stay tuned. All right, Elena, I'm really excited to hear about the one thing that you see that are helping offices grow more than ever right now. But before we jump into that, I really want to pick your brain on your experience at Heartland. I think you, I was reading over the show notes, and you said you started with Heartland when they were at 150 practices and you were with them all the way up to 1500 practices. And as a, could you just share about that journey, what your positions were, and kind of, just what that feels like. There's not many people who get to experience that kind of that kind of growth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So started in 2006. And as you can imagine, we are a much smaller organization. You know, we had about probably 150 offices at that time. Um, the network was still really solid, right? We were based here in Effingham, Illinois, where I lived just about 10, 15 minutes away. And so that hometown feel, but we branched out mainly from the Midwest, And over my 15 year, 10 year there at Heartland, um, we grew slowly, mostly with affiliations. Those first few years, it was just a lot of, you know, onesie twosie locations that we would acquire, and eventually we started to travel down the path of de novos. And I was actively involved in that growth process. So eventually, taking over a lot of the de novo marketing. Campaigns that we are running and that's really intense. trying to help the organization oh, Opening
1: yeah. one de novo is intense. Opening up ten de novos yes. and having to be because you ha- if you don't get the marketing right, that office is dead. Right. Like oh, if yeah, you the, pick the wrong location or the wrong name or the law. Lo- you know, not good signage or just the campaigns didn't work in that yeah. neighborhood. That that that's that's intense pressure.
0: Right, and and luckily, I mean, Heartland has amazing systems, right? So we knew. Back in 2008, when I remember, I was personally responsible for the marketing of my very first Novo. We opened one in Orla- Orland Park, Illinois, just outside yeah, of Chicago. That area. And that's a hard network of patients, right? Like you have so much competition in that market. And to try and just totally grow from the ground up a whole new patient base, um, you have to get creative with your marketing. You have to be competitive from your incentives. You have to be willing to drop your new patient offer. So we were doing a lot of $59 exam cleaning and x-rays to try to cast the broadest net to as many people as we possibly could just to get as many patients in the door. And so a lot of the de novos that we opened were starting with two doctors right out of the the gate. We had four hygienists. So we had a big schedule to to fill really like right away. It wasn't about trying to trickle it in. It was really trying to get 100 plus new patients in that first month. And the last couple of years that I was at Heartland, um, our goals were to get 250 new patients for a brand new De Novo practice in that first month. So you're talking massive amounts of marketing dollars being spent. You want to hear something crazy?
1: Dental marketing agencies are dead. You got that right. They're dead. Why do I say that? Well, we don't consider ourselves a dental marketing agency. We are a growth partner. What that means is, is we help our clients not only create opportunities, but we help them convert them and close them as well. And that is what's needed in the day and age that we live because just getting new patient leads is not enough. You need somebody that's gonna help you actually get these new patients into your chair and make sure that there's the right kind of patient for your office. Now, we put together a whole report that will tell you where dental marketing currently is because there's a ton of changes, tons of things are going on with the market, and we broke down what you're gonna need to do to stay ahead of the industry and grow the way that you want. The link is down below. Go check it out. Everything is free. I look forward to hearing from you. What was like? Uh, what was like? Because you you don't when you open a de novo. Most of the time, we tell people, hey, do a percentage of revenue. That's how you set up your marketing budget. But when you're de novo, you have no revenue. So
0: you have a- yeah, revenue. how would you
1: do that? Like, how, would it just be a big number that you would say fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, or whatever?
0: Yeah, we were probably around forty five to fifty thousand. So. We'd spend a lot on those mailers to really just reach the area homes, get the word out on the branding side. Um, And then we would do a lot of digital, a lot of pay-per-click, Google Ads and other search engine marketing. Um, We try to do a lot of organic things too, though. So there was a lot of grassroots efforts to try to grow from a... You know, more organic standpoint of really letting businesses know in the neighborhood that we were opening soon um, to spread the word on that, what that new name was. Cause I think that's the other unique aspect of Heartland practices is you don't have the advantage of one singular yeah. brand name, right? So when you come into town, it's a local hometown name. And so to try to get that brand out there as quickly as you possibly can to let them know, Hey, there's, there's a new provider in town. Come see us. We accept your insurance. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: much more of the local dentist vibe than the big corporate dentist vibe that that they want to get across. And I think,
0: and that's, that's very intentional.
1: Yeah. yeah. It may, it makes it hard for marketing because you're, that means you start from ground zero every single time, but for everything else, It's, it's, it's great, especially for the doctors and, and the staff that, that work at those offices. So, okay. So let's, let's jump into now. So fast forward, Elena, as I, I mentioned in the intro, you are our director of client success. So you work with all of our account managers. We, um, we call them client, uh, client success managers, um, and you're managing them and you're working with them to help our clients. So what's the number one thing that you see that are helping offices grow right now?
0: Yeah. Um, I'd say that mindset of just being accessible to patients. So the most success I'm seeing right now are the practices that are willing to open up their schedule to allow for more flexibility. You know, we have, I mean, my mother myself, I have three children and trying to work around crazy sports schedules and and school activities um, is crazy. And I, I see the most success from those practices that are willing to extend their hours into the evening, you know, 7 p.m., um, willing to open up on a Friday afternoon when it maybe is a little bit easier for families to get. And I think that seems so kind of basic, right? Like that's something that's just so readily known that you need to be accessible to your patients. But we do see a lot more success, and we're able to market that, right, and say that we have evening appointments available to meet your even yeah, early morning Yeah, morning. So I was going to
1: say, let's define this for the audience. So it's how early you open. So, like, what's the earliest that you would say an office should open?
0: Uh, I mean, 7 a.m., yeah. I'd say. So, before it school, latest, before right? work, like right? Can, yeah. Yeah, so get in. Yeah. If I, if I can squeeze in an hour, like, my kids start around eight twenty, eight twenty five, I could actually go drive them over there before I even log into work and then able to get that appointment and scheduled. And then in
1: the afternoons, what's, like, is it, like, 7 to 7 type thing? Like, is that what.
0: What. Well, Ideally, even if it's just one day a week, right? So, and even if you limit it to your new patients, so it, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're trying to squeeze all your existing patients in. If you can work around that one day a week that you're open, maybe on a Thursday from seven to seven, um, alternate your provider so that at least you know you have some availability into the evenings or early mornings. That that seems to work the best. And
1: then, and then, of course, like opening up Fridays, Saturdays, and and again, what what you said too is like. This seems like an obvious, like, duh, but for so long, dentistry's been that, like, nine to three, Monday through Thursday, kind of three-day weekend, and which is awesome, but when you get into a more competitive market and you're having trouble fitting in new patients, that this really separates you from everybody else because it is kind of normal to be open only four days a week or three days a week and those kind of things. Now, one problem that we run into with this, though, that POP's pops into my mind right away is that so if we're doing if we're if we're opening up more hours that means we need more labor and everybody's struggling with labor so what's what's your perspective on that
0: yeah um, i think the same kind of thing right so from a flexibility standpoint i mean i know i appreciate the ability to work maybe slightly different hours during the week to accommodate my busy family schedule so i would imagine that the workforce you know your hygienists and your team members. Are probably looking for something similar. They, they may not be able to or want to work a Monday through Friday, eight to five schedule. So, so I think if you have that option, I mean, you've got even as you go into summer, you've got maybe some. Kids out of school, out of uh, college, that are coming and that are going to want maybe a little bit more flexibility. Work, you know, a Friday afternoon or early morning, so they can get off a little bit early. So I think alternating those schedules can be really appealing to even the job market. That's
1: very true. I know the number one thing with hygienist is, and that's the the hardest position to fill right now, is they are looking for uh, flexibility, and flexibility means having those those different options that they can come in and work. So if you have a hygienist that's able to work those those flexible hours then all of a sudden you're able to open up your your new patients. You could fit another 10, 20 new patients a week. That's huge to the overall growth of your office. Right. I mean, that's massive. It's-
0: right, yeah. And I'd say the other thing with just being more accessible is just removing those barriers. I think when we listen to a lot of our calls and we hear you know, there's consultation fees that we're putting in place for some of the practices that, that's not being accessible to your patients. And so there's so many options out there from a competitive. If you're in a very competitive market, there's going to be people that are always calling and looking for, you know, maybe the, the least expensive option What in this current day and age, what they can just get in and be seen. And so by removing as many barriers as you possibly can, making it as affordable payment plans, financing for some of those big treatment procedures. And that is what I think is driving more success because people are going to be able to just at their fingertips be able to know how how you guys compare to the competitor down the road.
1: Yeah, I love that. Is there any other things that offices have to think through as they start to add these kinds of extended hours? Because I know on the surface, it's always easy for the marketing guys to be like, yeah, just open your hours. But sometimes there's things that get in the way of that or make it a little bit harder. Labor was the first thing that came to my mind. Anything else that pops into your brain?
0: Um, you know, I'd say just work with your team. So make it seem advantageous to them that by opening up more hours, they should be able to be busier, more productive in the chair, um, help them see that it is an advantage for them as well.
1: Yeah. Especially if you're having all new patients. So if you can get a doctor that's willing to do that once a week or once every other week, if you have rotating doctors, um, that's, that's humongous, like, because you're getting all new patients, which means they're all going to need treatment. Which means those are going to be very lucrative for them and they're, they're uh, from an opportunity standpoint, right? That's awesome. Well, this is great stuff. Yeah. I, I love this conversation. Thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. And I'm I, this. This is really, really good stuff. This will really help offices grow and think through just different ways to be able to help uh, offices continue to grow.
0: Well, thanks, Gary, for having me. Have a good day. You too.